The Money Podcast with your hosts, Justin Harrison and David Bester. Money, 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 money. Let's talk about money. Today, we are talking about the job market, recessions, how does it impact the job market and what you can do to be irreplaceable in your current job and climb the corporate ladder if that's actually what you want to do. So, Justin, let's talk about recessions. How does it actually impact the job market? Look, I think there's many ways that it impacts the job market. The most obvious is that there are probably less jobs going around. And uh, sometimes the less obvious is that people are a lot more picky when it comes to choosing candidates for jobs. You know, there's obviously a lot more people in the marketplace looking for jobs. And so, you know, companies who are out there recruiting are obviously going to be a lot more sticky. They're going to look through CVs in a lot more detail. They're going to take their time with candidates. And obviously they're looking for the choices that they've got in front of them they're looking to pick somebody who's absolutely fantastic and so you know with with any job market where people are spoiled for choice you've got to do something to stand out if you ultimately want to land that job and i think you know when it comes to to understanding recession cycles and hiring first of all it's pretty hard to get hired during a recession but there's the other side to things if you can get hired during a recession it probably means that you're an outstanding candidate and you're probably going to do pretty well over the long term Yes, so here's the thing about companies in a recession, right? So basically what it means is there is less demand. This means there's less revenue and less profit for the company in the end of the day. That means the company has to make some tough decisions because, well, because they've got less profit. Now they have to lay off a lot of people, people they don't absolutely need. And a classic example of this, Justin, was actually in the beginning of um, COVID-19. We saw a lot of businesses actually just getting rid of a bunch of staff because they realized, well, Mm. they didn't really need this staff, you know? And then obviously things started improving again. Um, A lot of people got hired again. The job market started improving. But now with the recession, you find yourself in the same, in the same position again. Yeah. I I think the other thing is we've, we've got the fact that a lot of people are starting to work remotely. Companies are starting to change how they measure productivity. Previously it was about coming in and punching a job card and being there for eight hours a day. And, Progressive companies, I won't say all companies because there certainly are a lot of companies who still like to micromanage people, but progressive companies are starting to realize it's it's about hiring people to get the job done as opposed to simply coming there and punching a, a, a time clock and, and spending a certain number of hours at work, you know. So I think there's a lot of things that are changing in the job market, but there's a, certainly a couple of things that are universal. We see this in, in companies globally. I mean, we, we're obviously investors. We invest in international businesses. And there's been a hiring freeze across the board during the, the downturn. You, you're seeing headlines of um, companies laying off staff left, right, and center. At first, it's the hiring freezes, and then it's the layoffs. And, you know, usually the layoffs happen for this, the staff that are obviously least productive, least needed, or departments that are not producing profit. And that's pretty much how it goes. And I think the thing to understand, if you if you understand how a recession impacts the job market, is to ensure that, first of all, you try to stay employed during a recession. I mean, that's my first piece of advice. You know, so many people have been in this like state of mind that, oh, well, if I have to go back to the office, well, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave my job 
And I just think to myself, that's just absolutely crazy. I mean, in a country like ours, which has just absolutely high unemployment, that people can make a statement like that and say, well, look, if I have to go back to the office, I'm, I'm just going to I'm going to join the great resignation and I'm just not going to go back to work. I think that's an irresponsible you statement. You deserve to be fired. Then. You probably <laughs> deserve you probably deserve to be fired. I wouldn't want you working for me. And I probably wouldn't want you working for me. Having said that, I will also state that I don't agree with companies necessarily forcing people back into an office simply to sit under a fluorescent light for eight hours a day working on a computer connected to the internet, which you could probably do from home. So I, I do get where people are coming from. I totally get it. But having said that, I don't think if you've got a job during a recession that you should have the luxury of making a statement like, I'm going to join the great resignation and then during a recession and then complain about the fact that you can't get another job. So the first thing I'm going to say is if you have a job hang on to that job with everything you can if you don't like your boss you don't like your managers you don't like your co-workers suck that stuff up until you can find another job because let me tell you something the worst thing you can do during a recession is go into the to the market unemployed that is the worst thing you can do so i think on that note while we're talking about about that now how can a person become irreplaceable at their job let's discuss that for a while because i think a lot of people get complacent in their current jobs and they don't really want to improve you that they, they just see it as oh well i'll just go about my thing do my daily chores or whatever i need to do and then collect my paycheck at the end of the month but Look, you and I are both entrepreneurs. We have never thought that way. We always go out of our way to actually do more in business because, well, I guess that's just within our personalities, you know. But let's face the facts here. A lot of people are not like that. So let's discuss if you are worried about your job, you are worried that you might get retrenched in a recession. What can people do to really stand out of their jobs? No, look, I mean, I'm probably the worst person in the world to ask this because uh, <laughs> I'm a hard taskmaster. Um, even my own business partners will stand testament to this. I'm impossible to work with because I demand so much from the people around me because I give so much, right? And so I think I think it, it's it's only impossible to work with you if it's a person that is lazy because I've, I've never found it impossible <laughs> to work with you. So, And that's the point, right? So I, I believe that... You know, making yourself irreplaceable comes down to one simple rule. You need to add more value than you take. If you add more value than you take in any transaction, whether you are an employee, whether you are a business servicing a customer, it doesn't matter what the relationship is. Just take this and put it into any relationship you have. Add more value than you take and you will always have success in your life. And the problem is most people come to work with their lunch tin, with their smelly food from last night, come into the place of work, sit down and open that lunch tin before they start working. And then open up WhatsApp. And open up WhatsApp, have personal conversations, and the work is secondary to everything else. Talk nonsense, have a fat time at work like it's a social thing, do a little bit of work, and as soon as it is time to punch out, they're the first people out the door, right? You are replaceable you are replaceable and i'm not saying this because of the amount of time that you're spending at work because you're the kind of person who's not producing a result and avi this is something i talk about being irreplaceable is not just about showing up and spending an amount of time there it is about adding value it is about adding value to everything you do so if you want to make yourself irreplaceable figure out how you can add value to your place of work figure out how you can 
how you can go around and help the company produce profit, how you can solve their problems, how you can, you know, become a, an indispensable member of the team. Not only will you become irreplaceable, you'll actually move yourself up the ladder, right? Because this is the way the world works. The world rewards those who add value. So I think a lot of people don't really understand that adding value thing. You know, for us, it comes natural because, well, we are entrepreneurs. That's what we are here to do. You know, if we don't add value, we don't make money. But I think I want to add to that. Davi, sorry, I just need to stop you there for a sec because I think that is such a sweeping statement that is often missed. And it's such an important thing. Let me tell you why entrepreneurs are the most important people in the world. An entrepreneur to me is more important than a brain surgeon. Let me tell you why. If we don't add value, we don't eat. Yes, exactly. If we don't add value, our staff don't eat. If we don't add value, our staff's family doesn't eat. We are the most important people in the world. We are the ultimate problem solvers, right? And so when people and, say- And that's why private capital makes so much money. <laughs> and that's why private capital makes so much money because they add value, right? And so this is something when people bash capitalism, when people bash entrepreneurs they need to understand the crap that entrepreneurs need to go through the journey they need to go through to solve other people's problems let me tell you something about being an entrepreneur i you get paid last at the end of the day our suppliers get paid first our staff get paid first all the bills get paid first and right at the end of the day somewhere we might be lucky enough to get paid right so the next time you see an entrepreneur and you are, you are looking at an entrepreneur and you're thinking they've got it easy, understand something. They've figured out not only how to add value to the world, they've figured out how to add value in service to the world by putting themselves lost. And that is the lesson I want to give to people. If you want to become an indispensable employee, an indispensable member of your team, an irreplaceable member of your company, figure out how to add value by doing it in service of others. I think every business owner is sitting there nodding their head right now, you know. <laughs> but here's the thing. So so let's talk about that being irreplaceable, right? If you're in doubt of what you should do, I think the easiest thing probably is to go to your manager, ask him, listen here, how can I be more valuable to this company? I bet you, look, if it's a good manager, he will tell you exactly what you need to do to be more productive. If it's a crap, if it's a crappy manager, he will probably not have an answer for you. I think it's a cut question. Why? Go and ask them what problem you can solve. Yeah, well, same thing. I think go and ask what problem you can solve. What problem can I solve for you today? What workload can I take off your shoulders today? What can I do to help this company make money today? What can I do to help this company be more competitive today? Yes, what I can I do today to make sure that all the staff in this company continue to eat, live, and thrive off this business? What can I do today besides simply coming in extra hours? In the time that I'm here, what can I produce with the skill set that I have that will add value to this company, its brand, and everybody inside of it? And I think you need to you need to be honest with your manager and also tell them your expectations. Tell them, listen, yeah, yeah I want to earn more money. So what can I do for you to earn more money? What can I do to be valuable enough to earn more money in this company? Look, if we have employees coming to us with that question, we will have an answer for them because it means if they can solve that problem or if they can add that value, it means for the business, in the end of the day, it's more revenue and it adds more to the bottom line as well. Well, Davi, 
you know I'm a really funny guy. I'm a, I'm a strange guy when it comes to business. It's a very special place for me because I believe it's the purest form of transaction. And so I've always said if somebody comes to me and simply asks for more money, they're going to get my foot up their backside and, <laughs> and an open door, right? And I think it is always important to figure out how to add value first. And I was going to bring up this point because it's a really good point you've just raised. There's no point in killing yourself and adding more value because there's a lot of companies that will take that and they'll simply take it and they'll trample all over you. The manager will take the recognition. And take the recognition and you'll get no extra pay. You'll get no recognition. Make sure that when you add more value in this world, that those around you know that it is because of you that that value has been added. That they know that you are the one adding the value. Because listen, this is the number one skill set. And Davi, this is the most important thing I'm ever going to say on this podcast. If you do not know how to sell yourself, you will never achieve any level of success. And I don't care if you're an accountant, if you're a dentist, if you're a lawyer, if you're an admin lady, if you're a secretary, if you're the, if you're the front receptionist, you've got to figure out how to sell yourself. And if you do something that adds value, damn it, you better let people know that you added that value. Because if you don't, somebody else will take credit for it. And you can do it in a way without being arrogant. You can do it in a way without being pompous. You can do it in a way that people know this person actually cares. This person actually cares enough to let us know that they care so much about the tasks that they've done, they want us to know that they've done it. Look, no one looks down on a hard worker, you know? Never. The way I see it is they are already paying you to be there at that job. Yep. You might as well take that opportunity, become better at your job and earn more money. It's the easiest way to earn more money is within your current job. Davi, I've done some terrible, 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 terrible jobs in my lifetime. Terrible jobs, terrible businesses, things I never wanted to do. But I always remembered what some of my earliest mentors said to me. You need to understand that these are steps that you need to take in your journey. And if you see everything as part of a step in the process... It changes your mindset completely. If you believe you're going to be stuck there forever, well, then that's a sad state of affairs. But if you see it as simply another step in the process to get to where you want to go, then man, you will pitch up to work 10 minutes early, you will leave 10 minutes late, and you will put everything on the line. You'll leave your stinky fish at home that you ate last night. <laughs> you will focus on the task at hand instead of reading WhatsApps all day or browsing Facebook, and you'll figure out how to become an indispensable, irreplaceable member of your team and to contribute to your company. And even if today that doesn't result in something, Davi, you will create a habit that will change your future forever. Yes, if you're always out looking for something better, then you will probably find it eventually. And I've got a great example for this. Go ahead. Go and decide on buying a new car. Pick a brand. And I guarantee you, the next time you drive on the road, that's the only brand of car you start seeing. I've noticed that as well. Because this is how the brain works. When you start thinking about something and looking for something, your brain automatically starts exposing itself to those things. So start looking for opportunity and your brain will do the work. It will expose the opportunities to you. So guys, if you like this content, please go to globalmoneyacademy.com. You can get all of our courses absolutely free of charge. We have got uh, courses teaching you how to budget effectively, how to start an online business, and just how to advance in your own career. So if that sounds attractive to you, go to globalmoneyacademy.com. You've been listening. 
listening to The Money Podcast. To get access to our future episodes, please subscribe to our podcast via your podcast app. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel, Global Money Academy.